You're listening to Rhema for Today. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And all sickness, the Bible said, and all disease is a curse of the law. So therefore, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Thank God he made provision for healing under the old covenant, but thank God he's made provision for healing under the new covenant. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Healing Classics, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, now you see most folks up to 82 said, well, after all, God promised us 70 or 80 years. Well, he did. So I might as well go ahead and die. Not with sickness. Hallelujah. I know God's word works. My wife and I pastored 12 years. And we never had one funeral in 12 years. We never buried one church member. This is facts. I can prove it. And you can see that we didn't just have young folks in the church here. It was grandma, 82 years old. I pastored 12 years. I've been preaching 37 years. And I've only preached five or six funerals in my life. Like we keep a record. Preacher keeps a record of it. Those was somebody that's kin to somebody that belonged to our church. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. I don't believe in burying them. I believe in getting them healed. I don't misunderstand me. You know well as I know, you're going to die sometime. But you don't have to die with sickness and disease. This is Abraham's descendants here that he's talking to. This is part of Abraham's blessing he's talking about. I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee and the number of thy days. Ye shall fulfill. And if he be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. Well, that just means those spiritual things, Brother Hagin, does it? Are you sure? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And all sickness, the Bible said, and all disease is a curse of the law. So therefore, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Thank God he made provision for healing under the old covenant, but thank God he's made provision for healing under the new covenant. Now listen, the 53rd chapter of Isaiah gives us a picture of the coming Messiah. And it's a very graphic picture. And it tells us here that he was despised and rejected, a man, a man of pains and acquainted with disease, and as one from whom men hide their face. I'm reading a little Hebrew translation from Dr. Isaac Lesser's translation, who is the, the official. His, his translation is the official among Orthodox Jews. See? One is from whom men hide their face. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Then Matthew 8, 17 said himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. This scripture has to do with the disease problem which confronts the church and the world today as well as the sin problem. He dealt with man's body and with his soul and with his spirit and he laid our iniquities and our diseases upon Jesus. 
Well, somebody said, yeah, that's right, Brother Hagin, one preacher said, but he said, now we're going to enjoy that during the millennium. Well, I said, if that's the case, then it won't do the church any good. That's one benefit they'll never reap because they couldn't get sick anyhow. They'll have a redeemed body. They'll have a new body then. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir, that's the truth. And if that's when it's going to happen, then that's part of the work of God. Poor old God didn't know the church never could come in on that benefit because they'll have a new body and they won't be able to be sick. No, my brother, sister, what Jesus purchased for us belongs to us in this world, in this age, in this day. And we're still living in the same church age that they lived in then. A new day began. The beginning of the last days. And we're living in the end of the last days. We're living in the same dispensation. People talk about the early church. Brother, sister, I'm a member of the same church they was a member of. Not two churches, just one. And I've got the same rights and privileges and all that the early church had. Hallelujah. And you have too. And Peter said in his first epistle, the second chapter, the 24th verse, speaking of Christ and his sacrifice and his death and his burial and his resurrection, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. God laid on him not only the sin of us all, but he laid on him the sickness and the disease or the cause of sickness and disease of us all. And what he bear, we need not bear. Praise God. And ever since I read that verse there in Matthew 8, 17 that said himself, Jesus, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Ever since I read that and understood what it meant. I've been, in a sense, like the little old woman in London, England during World War No. 2. In the nighttime, the German planes every night would come over and drop their devastating bombs upon that city. And the air raid sirens would sound and the people would make their way to the air raid shelters. But one night, the neighbors noticed that this little old woman wasn't with them anymore. The next night, she wasn't there. Some asked, anyone seen Mrs. So-and-so? They were all busy in the daytime cleaning up the, after the bombs and so on. No, no one had seen her. Third night, she wasn't there. Some of them supposed, well, maybe she was injured in the hospital. Some thought maybe she might have been killed. Some thought maybe she moved away to the country to get away from the bombs. Fourth night, she wasn't with them. The fifth day, some of them met her on the street, said, oh, where have you been? Why, well, she said, I haven't been anywhere. You haven't been anywhere? No. Well, what do you do at night when the bombs, when the planes come over and the bombs are falling and the air raid siren sounds? Why, well, said, I just stay home, bed, and sleep. Well, he said, aren't you afraid? No, she said, I was reading in the Bible the other day about God that he neither slumbers nor sleeps, and I decided there wasn't any need to he and I both stand awake. Hallelujah. I read in the Bible that himself took our. That means my. if it's ours, it's mine and yours. If it's ours, it's mine and yours. I like to say that that way. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. And if he bore them, there's no need of he and I both bearing them. And I've been free ever since then. Now, healing belongs to you. It belongs to you because sickness is of the enemy. 
It belongs to you because you are a spiritual child of Abraham. It belongs to you because sickness is a curse. It belongs to you because Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. It belongs to you because he paid the price for your healing. Now, how can, can I receive it? How can I receive it? Well, of course, healing for the body can be received the same way as the salvation for the soul or the new birth. Many have. No one prayed for me when I received my healing. But then right on the other hand, God has provided means and methods in his word whereby the healing that belongs to us can be appropriated. One of the most prominent methods is the laying on of hands. For the Lord Jesus himself said, These signs will follow them that believe they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The laying on of hands is a point of contact for us to release our faith in God's word and receive that which he has purchased for us. But the laying on of hands also can be practiced from the standpoint of contact and transmission. One can be anointed as God so wills with healing power. And then when that one lays hands upon the sick in obedience to the law of contact and transmission, the contact of his hand transmits God's healing power unto the sick one. For the Lord appeared to me a number of years ago in Rockwall, Texas, while we were all praying in a meeting around the altar. I heard a voice speak to me in the English language, just as real to me as any voice ever heard in my life. I thought everybody heard it. I learned later, did anybody hear it but me? But it's surreal to me. I thought everybody must have heard it. The voice said three times, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. The fourth time it said, come up hither, come up to the throne of God. I opened my eyes and looked, and up about where the top of the tent should have been, there stood Jesus. And I had the sensation of going up there and standing right with him, and then he said, let us go up to the throne of God. And we went up and stood before the throne of God. And he said to me, stretch forth thine hand, and held his own hands out in front of him like that. And I held my hands out as he instructed me, and he laid the finger of his right hand, the palm of my right hand, and then the, that right finger in my left hand. The moment it get dead, my hands began to burn like I had fire in them, a coal of fire in them, a spot larger than a half a dollar. They feel that way right now. Then he said, kneel down in front of me, and I knelt down before him, and he laid his right hand on my head. And he said, I've called thee and have anointed thee, and have given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. Now, he said to me, you tell the people exactly what I've told you. You tell them you saw me. You tell them I spoke to you. You tell them I laid the finger of my right hand upon your hand. If they'll believe that, if they'll believe that, and then we'll receive that anointing. Then that power will flow from your hands into their bodies and we'll undo that which Satan has wrought. We'll affect the healing and the cure in them. Well, I've been ministering that way for a good many years. I remember one time a person got right into the line with the rest of the people as though they wanted to be prayed for. And when I came to them, this person said, Are you an apostle? I said, No, no. I'm, I'm sure or not, I'm not. Well, do you have the qualifications of an apostle? No, I said, I don't know as I ever did look up the qualifications at that time of apostle. Since then I have, but I didn't. I hadn't then. And I said, no, I'm sure. No, I'm sure of that. Well, what are you doing then laying hands on people to be healed and to be filled with the Spirit and Holy Ghost then? Oh, I said, see, I had them located. I played a little more rope out so they can hang themselves, you see. Oh, I said, I see you know your New Testament. This person said, yes, I know my New Testament. We speak where the New Testament speaks and are silent where it's silent. Well, I said, the only difference between me and you is you claim to and lie about it, and I'm actually doing it. <laughs> Amen. That's what I said to her. Well, they said, if you're not an apostle, you don't have the qualification of an apostle. What are you doing laying hands on people for healing and such? Well, I said, uh, 
According to you then, the New Testament teaches that nobody but the apostles could ever do that. That's right. Then I said, when the last apostle died, all that ceased. That's right. Everybody could hear what they said because we had the microphone here. You see, and they was right by me. Just as close to the microphone as I was. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the three-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Receive from God. Also in this month's offer, the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Blessed Is, for the special radio price of $24. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In October, we're going to be in two uh, Living Faith Crusades. That's right, that's right. October the 17th through the 19th in Scottsdale, Arizona, Desert Family Church, Pastors Joshua and Christina Pinkston. Yes. And then we're going over to Albuquerque, New Mexico, October the 20th through the 22nd to Church Alive, Pastors Mike and Sherry Safer. You can go to rhema.org for all, all the, the details. All the details. Hey, if you're in the area or you know people in the area, let them know about it because it, it's going to be great. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this life-changing teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.